Hello, everybody, and welcome to another month of Nostalgia Crew. I am Bill, along with Danielle. Hello. And this month, uh, we're going to have some fun here. We're going to talk about, well, from last month, the Video Game Hall of Fame. They announced their class uh, about two weeks ago. I have not seen it yet, so my reaction and Danielle's reaction will probably be the same of shock and all. Um, also, we're going to talk about our moms in, in, a, in a good way. We're not we're not making your mama jokes. So. Oh. No. You, oh, we were. <laughs> no. It's funny. I was just talking at work about how yeah, you probably can't do those now. Sure. <laughs> and also something I wanted to bring up just for fun. I know it's that truly nostalgic, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh-huh. Our adventure at Camden Yards last week. Oh, yes. We will talk about that and more. Now, now I did want to mention real quick, uh, before we got any further, Danielle. Uh-huh. Last month was our one-year anniversary show. Right. Despite the new hit podcast show that I have, Sharks Pond to South Park podcast, with the first four episodes taking up four of the top ten most downloaded episodes in the past 30 days, uh-huh. our episode last month is number one again. Woo! 30, I know that, I'm, I'm sure some of you are like, really that many to be happy about? Well, 30 downloads, that's still a lot. You know, that's more than probably other people would wish for or can, you know, dream of, but... Yeah. But once again, Nostalgia Crew, number one podcast in the last month on this particular channel. Mm-hmm. That's really, really cool. Now, all time, it's still ten episodes of that wrestling show, so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of those will ever catch them. But, uh, oh, what was the other thing? Um, okay, the last three months, we have two episodes of Nostalgia Crew in the top ten of most downloaded. Uh, episode twelve is ranked third as of this moment, and episode thirteen, the last one we did, is ranked sixth, and that's the top ten most downloaded. Uh, episodes in the last three months. So, you guys are doing a fantastic job over there listening to our show month after month after month. So, let's keep up the good work. Um, well, I wanted to start on good news, so there, we got that. Uh, but some sad news to report, and this is really a two-generation uh, sort of thing. Yeah. Alan Young uh, passed away this past Thursday. I didn't realize how old he was. He was 96 years old. Yes, that's crazy. 96 years old. Um, and he, like I said, this is a generation, two generations really, because there's two ways to go with it. The older generation, that's the first one, will remember him mostly 
for being on Mr. Ed, playing Wilbur, mm -hmm. the main character, which, to be honest with you, Danielle, I did not know. Yeah. I I've, did not know. I, I'm more aware of that because my father loves that show. So, um, and if you've ever seen it, no offense to those who are fans, I'm so very sorry for you because it is a very difficult show to watch. It like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's it, 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 and I love like the silly sitcoms of the sixties and everything, but if you, it, it, and I like shows with simple plots, but that it, it's just difficult to watch. When <laughs> when asked or when people ask fans of the show. Uh, why they were sad, they asked, why the long face? Uh, I know, I know. That joke was just as sad. I know. Um, but the younger generation, and this is probably our generation, mm -hmm. will remember Alan Young for our... I, there's no argument, really. He was Scrooge McDuck. Is, was, always will be Scrooge McDuck. Um, and I didn't realize it until I did the research. That in total, there's been four people who have voiced Scrooge McDuck. I knew there was a lot. I just wasn't sure of the actual amount of them. So, that's interesting. It is. It is. Um, but he did a lot of work uh, throughout his life, both in uh, regular television, I guess you could call it, and in cartoons. Um, of course, we talked about in December, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Just, you know, we I think we both had that in our, or at least I had it in my top five Christmas specials, holiday specials. Um, there was DuckTales. Uh, he was in The Great Mouse Detective. He did work for... Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, uh, and, and I got some of the list here, uh, Battle of the Planets, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, The Incredible Hulk, The Dukes, or, yeah, The Smurfs, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and he was in A Flintstone Family Christmas. Hmm. Did not know that. He also made a guest appearance on Love Boat, uh, and also Down to Earth. And he was also on Murder, She Wrote, and St. Elsewhere, also Coming of Age, also a guest on Doogie Howser and Coach, and he appeared in Heart to Heart. Um, he appeared in the telepic Home is Where the Heart Is. He was also in Beverly Hills Cop 3 and Party of Five. Wow. And then, and I actually do remember this, he was on Ren and Stimpy. He was Haggis McHaggis. Oh my goodness. That's a real original name, right? <laughs> uh, also, he was on uh, The Wayne Brothers, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Tony Danza Show, ER, Freaky Links, God, the Devil, and Bob, M and Me, and he also did video game work. Uh, he did... The Curse of Monkey Island, and 
he was Scrooge McDuck in four different games. Disney Think Fast, Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, Disney Magical World, and DuckTales Remastered, which I have, and it is a very good game. Aren't they in the middle of remaking DuckTales? Yes, they were gonna, yeah, it was gonna come out, or it's gonna come out next year. Oh. So now I wonder how they're gonna, you know, I, I would think they're still gonna do it. Oh, yeah, of course. But. Um, I wasn't actually sure if he was still doing Scrooge McDuck that recently, because, um, um, now I'm gonna go check. Because um, the most recent incarnation I'm familiar with of um, Scrooge McDuck, now I'm just going to go look. Uh, wow, yeah, he was him on House of Mouse. That's really, wow. Oh, that's so sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was the current recent voice that, like, Oh my goodness! Yeah, so this is gonna be weird. And then now you wonder, well, well, you wonder if they had recorded him for the right. first season, and then if they had, and it becomes successful, who does his voice for the second season? And please, nobody say Jim Cummings because Jim Cummings does everything. So just. I mean, the, the man is like the. Um, oh, who is the person that does what? Like the Billy West of Disney. Mm hmm. Pretty much. And if you don't know who Billy West is, you probably do. You just. If you heard his voice, you would know who he was. Oh, shame, shame on you if you don't know who Billy West is. Well. Just shame on you. You might not recognize his name right off the bat if you don't read credits. Yeah. Eh, yeah. I don't know. I still feel that shame <laughs> on you kind of thing. Yeah. But but it it is a bit of sad news. But he lived a full life, ninety six years old, survived by four children. So wow. Yeah. He did pretty good. He did pretty pretty good. Okay. So last month. Uh, on this show, we talked about the Video Game Hall of Fame. And Danielle, being the video game expert that she is... Just right. <laughs> no, we were talking about this last month, and we, we were both interested in what, you know, what the outcome was going to be. You know, who would get in. And I, I think... Real quick, if we can, if I can find it, um, may, I might not find it this time. Um, because I was going to try and find the induct, or the uh, nominees that they had listed last month. Nah, I don't think they have it, but if, well, go back to the last episode and you can check out for yourself who we talked about last month. Mm -hmm. So, uh, May 5th, which was two weeks ago, they announced the video game, the pardon me, the World Video Game Hall of Fame Class of 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, this is bigger than the first one. Let me say that as far as size goes. 
So, and, and I think last year was four or five that got in. Um, it was, oh, it was six. Okay, it was six, so it's the same amount. I apologize. So, uh, with that in mind, mm -hmm. here are the games in alphabetical order that were voted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame this year. Mm-hmm. They are... Grand Theft Auto 3, The Legend of Zelda, huh. The Oregon Trail, huh. The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Space Invaders. Huh. You don't sound as thrilled. I mean, I, I guess. It's, it's weird, because like, I think I said this last show... I don't really think of Oregon Trail as a video game. Like, it's a computer game. But I, I know that's kind of in the same realm, but mm -hmm. it's just odd to think of it as a, um, a video game, per se. Right. All right, I can see your point there. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I have no problem with any of the choices this year. Mm -hmm. I have no problem. Um, I think they made the right choices. Um, and, and obviously, you know, some of the games that we mentioned on the last show, they're going to, they'll be nominated again next year and we'll probably get in eventually mm -hmm. down the line. It's just this, you know, and when we talked about how Space Invaders didn't get in last year, it was like, you know, how, oh, how did World of Warcraft get in over Space Invaders or The Sims or Sonic? You know. Right. So, but, you know, overall, I think this is a good class. Mm -hmm. I really do. Yeah. I have no complaints. And, for those of you who are video game lovers who want a t-shirt from the World Video Game Hall of Fame, guess what? You're in luck. Right now, on their website, uh, t-shirts are now available from the World Video Game Hall of Fame, and you can buy a t-shirt with all the inducted, or the games that, are, that have been inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Now, they, have, they, both, they come in both women's and men's. Uh, for the women, it is from extra small to triple XL. And for the men, it comes from extra small to quadruple XL. Ah. Uh, all the shirts are $22, including tax. And, this is a biggie, if you order this shirt before June the 11th, your shipping is free. Mm. Free shipping. Who doesn't like free shipping? Yeah. So, uh... Once again, all you got to do is go to worldvideogamehalloffame.org, and it's on the front page. On the right-hand side, it says T-shirts now available. They're $22. Shipping is free until June the 11th. Okay, Danielle has a piece mm -hmm. that she wanted to talk about, so let's get into it. Okay. I have two. I'm trying to decide which one to start with. So. Go for it. Okay. 
right. Um, well, this, I'll start with the thing that's going to happen in the more recent. Um, <clears throat> next month, Disney Channel will be premiering its 100th original made-for-TV movie. A uh, hundred? Hundredth, yeah. Whoa. Um, this is, um, because um, some people were confused by this. These are hundredth movie that was made exclusively for the channel. channel by the Disney Channel. Because there have been several movies they've rerun over the years that were made clear, you know, somewhere else, and it just aired on the Disney Channel numerous times. Mm-hmm. All right, so these were movies that are made for the channel, premiered on the channel, that kind of thing. And they will be making their 100th next month, Adventures in Babysitting, which sadly, actually probably not sadly, but is not a remake, as are remakes these days. They are, it is just a film with a similar, not too similar, plot with the same title. It is not a remake, nor is it a sequel. It's just a movie about a girl who's babysitting and gets into crazy stuff, but not as crazy as the original film, which one of the subplots involves a stolen pornography magazine. Ayo! Yeah. I can't. I couldn't remember if it was Hustler or Playboy. I'm too lazy to look, but that was probably still a good movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, so in honor of this, they are going to be airing a marathon of their top 50 movies over Memorial Day weekend of all their made-for-TV movies. The article says all 100 of them, but I went through this schedule, and none of them, and, it, and there are several missing, so I learned this is the top 50. They will eventually be airing the others um, sporadically. Right. Um, the the premiere of the new one is June 24th, so they have between. Um, oh, that'll be uh, Jacob's birthday, but I doubt he's going to watch Adventures in Babysitting. I, I know, yeah. It's starring Sabrina Carpenter, who um, I don't know how many people here. Uh, there are a few people who listen that are familiar with Girl Meets World, but she plays um, Corey and Topanga's daughter's best friend, essentially the Sean. The blonde. Role of the blonde. She's starring in Adventures in Babysitting. But anyways, okay. So I'm going to just go through a few of these titles. Um, I'm sure some of these were made well after I really was interested in the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too familiar with a few of them. But Okay, on May 27th, the schedule will be Kim Possible, the movie, so the drama. Um... The movie Read It and Weep, which I vaguely remember is about this girl's diary accidentally gets published somewhere. Oh, so it's a Dan Frank movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember if it was on the internet or in a book form, but I vaguely remember this. All right. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, which is um, the girl from, she played Lizzie McGuire's best friend, and I think it was like a karate kid movie of some sort. Jump In, a movie about a competitive double dutch championship. I remember that one. Um, Lemonade Mouth, I am not familiar with. <laughs> that sounds like a porno. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It sounds like Zapped, which is starring Zendaya. And the only reason I'm even remotely familiar with this is because I have a friend who is a huge fan of Zendaya. She, um, 
was an actress who starred in a couple of Disney Channel shows. She's a big fan of hers. And, but anyways, that is a remake of a 1980s movie starring Scott Bayer, which I'm more familiar with than this version, but whatever. Okay, High School Musical 2. I own that. No. Um, Cheetah Girls 2 and Vietnam Musical. My issue is that they're airing the sequels to stuff before the original version, so mm-hmm. like, if you... It's confusing, but whatever. Okay, May 28th. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. Twitches 2. Twitches is um, where a couple movies starring T and Tamara, they played Twitches. Um, Alley Cat Strikes, it's about a bowling team. You Wish, I do not remember what that was about, but I'm assuming it's a there was a short-lived sitcom in the 90s called You Wish. I remember that, but I don't think this is the same thing. Okay. Uh, it, it used to come on TGIF. They had a... It was a genie. I don't know. It was a, the Proud Family movie. I saw that. It wasn't worth it. Um, Quint, which is a movie about a girl who was a, went from being an only child to having quintuplet siblings. Horse Sense. Movie starring the Lawrence Brothers. It's not that good. Cowbells. Ugh. Well, not good either. Twitches. Even Stevens movie. The Wizards of Waverly Place movie. Camp Rock 2. Uh, Princess Protection Program. And Cheetah Girls 3. May 29th. Xenon 3. Halloween Town High. The 13th year. That one I remember. It's about a boy who realizes he's a mermaid. And um, his father is played by Dave Coulier from Full House, so... Cut it out. <laughs> so if there's any reason for you to watch that... Uh, no. That's okay. Um, right on track, I don't remember. Full Court Miracle, uh, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Brink, Double Teamed. Double Teamed was a horrible movie because... It, first of all, it's based on a true story. It, um, I think there are two twin girls who played on who played basketball in the 1980s, but they did not get twin actresses to play them, and the actresses looked nothing alike. Oh, good grief! Rip Girl, I didn't care for that one. One of those we're trying to save our home from being built by developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, motocross. A uh, girl cross dresses to play. Uh, race um, motocross. Uh, Cloud Nine, don't remember. Teen Beach Two, Bad Hair Day, How to Build a Better Boy. All right. May thirtieth, Pixel Perfect, The Other Me, Genius, Stuck in the Suburbs. I hated that. Halloween Town, Xenon, Girl, Twenty First Century, Smart House, which I can safely say was a very horrible movie. I was actually a teenager when that came out. It was about teenagers, but I watched it and said, we do not act like this. Right. <laughs> so, watch at your own discretion. High School Musical, Camp Rock, Descendants, Teen Beach Movie, Cadet Kelly. And then May 31st, we'll wrap up with The Cheetah Girls and Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Wow. I remember Johnny Tsunami. He had moved. Well, if I'm recalling this, he moved from. He was a surfer who moved from California to Colorado and somehow became a snowboarder. If I 
It sounds very familiar. I do remember it. But in any case, um, and I didn't mean to sound so cynical about it, but because <laughs> um, I did, I am a fan, or was a fan, I don't know if I still am, of the High School Musical movies as Bill Rolls' eyes. Um, yeah, and unfortunately they are working on High School Musical 4. Which they don't need to be doing. High School Musical 4, The Next Generation. Ba, 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 da, da, da. Three ended just fine. They did, it's bad enough they did a spin-off about the, the bad girl sons. But, um, no. I, but, yeah, I was a huge fan um, of the high school musical movies when I was in college. And my friend, our friend Kristen actually gave me one of them as a present for my birthday. Um, I think I was turning 21 or something. And Bill goes, he's like, if you ever, yep. ever show one of those movies at a party while I'm there, I'm leaving. I don't care if I have a ride. If it was in my house, I would leave my house. Yeah. And at least I have a place to go for... <laughs> That's right. I'd be like, Mandy, let me in. Why is that your party? They're playing High School Musical. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was looking through this list. Uh-huh. And I'm going to be a complete jackass. Okay, maybe not jackass, but an a-hole on this. Yes. Um, and this isn't directed towards you. Uh-huh. This is more directed towards the wonderful ad wizards who came up with these movies. <laughs> who are the ad wizards that came up with this one? No. Okay. So, you mentioned that they're going to show Camp Rock. Uh... Okay? Yeah. Why is the second one called Camp Rock 2 The Final Jam? <laughs> Isn't that supposed to be for the third movie? Well, you know, like... They didn't make a third one. Let's not hope to No, no. I mean, but, but you understand where I'm coming from. Right, 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 right. Because, right. like, with all trilogies, yeah. you know, like, if you're gonna, you know, do a trilogy, it's like... Okay, whatever the third one is, is supposed to be, like, you know, it's supposed to have the final blank or the end blank, you know. Right. Here, they just give it to the second one. It's like, nah, we're lazy. We'll just call the second one the final jam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I take it, because I did look this up on Wikipedia. Right. That they will not be playing Northern Lights during this marathon. No. Or You Lucky Dog. Or can of words. What I've noticed is that they're not airing because, despite the cheesiness, Disney Channel had um, some heavier um, subject matter for their made-for-TV movies. Well, then play them. In a lot of cases, but it seems like they're avoiding those. You like, gotta play them. Like Color of Friendship is about racism. It's a girl. It's a black family in the 1970s who took in a, South, a white South African foreign exchange student. <laughs> that sounds terrible, Ben, already. It was based on a true story. That's a true story. It was a true story. And then there was, um, there was the one where um, Frankie Muniz plays a kid that... Oh, he was in a wheelchair. And right. I don't know the name of the movie, but I know what you're talking about. Right. Uh, why Why don't they play 
Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, or Phantom of the Megaplex. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> These sound like movies yeah. that Mystery Science Theater Mom's 3000 did. Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, like, screams 90s. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did you mention Cadet Kelly? Yeah, Cadet Kelly's okay. on there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, I try to see what other bad titled movies. Oh, Stuck in the Suburbs. Yeah, that's a... Stuck in the Suburbs is a horrible movie. Tiger Cruise. Oh, we have that. It's called Life of Pi. First of all, I grew up in the city. I had friends. All my friends lived in the suburbs. My schools were in the suburbs. I wanted to live in the suburbs. I still, you know. So the fact that these girls are like, oh, God, it's like, whatever. I'll, I'll trade your house in a, in a heartbeat. Your house in a heartbeat, especially if you saw how nice the house was. Would be like, oh, yeah. But anyways, the Stuck in the Suburbs is about, um, I, they, what's actually, they saw it, I'm, I'm actually going to look this up now because I, I might be getting mixed up on the movie. No, no. Okay, they, um, okay, they switch, they accidentally switch phones with a pop star. And, yeah. <laughs> oh my god okay now again and this is going to show maybe a little bit of my slowness or my stupidity because I went to Wikipedia yeah. and I typed in Disney Channel original movies right so I and I'm looking at this list I'm like wait a minute they're going to show Tiger Town from 1983 <laughs> I'm, I'm serious because like okay they have they they have this in two different lists. The, the the one that I'm looking at, Disney Channel premiere films, and right. Disney Channel original films. Right. Yeah, that's that's where the confusion lies. Can we have that marathon instead of the other one? Because I want to watch Fluffy Dogs. Confusion, like I said, lies with a lot of people is they don't realize that not every movie that aired on the Disney Channel was a Disney Channel original movie. Or, or let's watch Goodbye, Miss Fourth of July. Or, how about the Parent Trap, Parent Trap Hawaiian Honeymoon? Yeah. Or Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. Let's see who's. Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme was actually good. Okay, who's. Okay, let's see. Here's the cat. And I, okay, this is the, I, I, see, I don't know half this crap, so. You, you have to keep in mind, well, okay, let me rephrase this. When we were kids, the Disney Channel was a channel that you had to pay extra for, like, HBO. It wasn't something that came with every cable package. And it, most kids, if you were lucky enough to get it, to not get it, um, to get it, that was one thing. But the rest of us who couldn't, whose parents couldn't afford it, you had to wait till like free preview weekend. So whatever was on there, you watched. <laughs> okay, here's the cast from Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. Shelley Duvall is Little Bo Peep. Mm -hmm. No, no, wait a minute. Is this a cartoon or is this real life? It's real life. Oh my God, Shelley <laughs> Duvall was Little Bo Peep. Oh my dear. Shelley Duvall did a lot of good children's work in the... This sounds scary. <laughs> Let's... Alright. Gene Stapleton as Mother Goose. Oh, Archie! Archie! Uh, random fact. Um, my sister and, um, 
her boyfriend recently just started watching reruns of All in the Family, and her boyfriend cannot stand Edith's voice. <laughs> we tried to tell him, like, she, that's not a real voice, you know. Join us next month on The Stagic Crew when I talk as Edith Bunker for the entire show. <laughs> All right. Uh... Do you want me to do everyone that's in this, or just the big names that I the recognize? The big names, because it's a lot of people. Okay. Cindy Lauper as Mary of Mary Had a Little Lamb. Oh, God. Debbie Harry as the old woman who lived in a shoe. Mm. Bobby Brown as Three Blind Mice. I would have liked to have seen how they pulled that one off. Mm-hmm. Little Richard as Old King Cole. Okay, that would have made... Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson as Lou the Lamb of Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> Paul Simon as Simple Simon. Mm. Oh. Wow, what what a tight cast that is. I know. Art Garfunkel as Georgie Porgy. Hmm. Gary Shandling as Jack of Jack and Jill. Terry Gar as Jill. Harry Anderson as Peter Piper. Howie Mandel as Humpty Dumpty. Hmm. Cheech Marin as the Carnival Baker. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Katie Seagal as Mary Mary, quite contrary. The Stray Cats as Georgie Porgy's house band. ZZ Top as Three Men in a Tub. Oh, no. And special guest appearances... By Vince Kovic Jr., Paul Daniels, Edith Elena and Millie Del Rubio, Warren D. Martini, Randy Jackson, Dweezil Zappa, and Stephen Bray as the metal band musicians in the dungeon. <laughs> oh, this already sounds fantastic. Yeah, I haven't seen this in like I saw this once when I was a little kid. Like Jeff- I said, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, I'm sorry. Like I said, because you had like Disney free preview weekends, and that I, I remember watching that when. And um, we, in fact, we have a tape. Um, my aunt got the Disney Channel. Either she got it or she got a free preview weekend or something. But she taped the Disney Channel for me and my sister, so we have like a three-hour videotape. Which, if I could find, it, it, it's like almost everything from the early '90s on the Disney Channel. It, it's. Really entertaining. And there's actually a commercial from Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme on there, too. Jennifer Evans. Yeah. And Seymour Heller. Okay, now I'm going to read what the plot is, and then I'm going to mention the changes to the TV version. The plot. The film deals with the events surrounding Gordon Goose, played by Dan Gilroy, and Little Bo Peep, who, while still trying to find her sheep, goes to Mother Goose's house for help, only to discover her sudden absence. Bo Peep and Gordon search Rhymeland to flush out what has happened to Mother Goose, all the while watching as many Mother Goose characters begin to mysteriously disappear. <laughs> that sounds like the worst goddamn movie ever. When you're seven... <laughs> You well, that's <laughs> that's what you do. Oh my god! You, you get, we were a we were less picky as a <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh my god! It, 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 
Oh my, I hope they don't steal ZZ Top. <laughs> okay. Oh, if you ever... that That's what I love is... Um, I actually love it when they do, like, all-star or, like, cast. Because it, um, sometimes for fun, if you ever um, happen to have the love boat on your TV... I'm not saying watch an episode, but... Just go hit info and read like the cast list of each of each episode. It, it is almost humorous of like the amount of people they paired up and like it's just so random. All right, this movie. Now we mentioned it's called Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme. Yeah. It is also known as Shelley Duvall's Mother Goose Rock right. and Rhyme That's or funny. Shelley Duvall's Rock and Rhyme Land. Who are you to take this, Shelley Duvall? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, now, changes from the TV version of this. Mm-hmm. I, I might have to add this to bad movies I need to see now. If you can track it down, more power to you. Hey, I found the Tiger Woods story on eBay. Hey, and if you can find the 1985 version of, um, what is it? Uh, there's the 1985 version of Alice in Wonderland, the made-for-TV version. I don't think I need to get into that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nightmare Fuel. Anyway, <laughs> this is, of course, from Wikipedia, because, of course... Whatever Wikipedia says, it's true. Oh, yeah. Several edits and changes were made to the audio, musical score, and video for the TV edit. A non-comprehensive list of some of these variations appears below. Parts of the film play in a different order. Uh -huh. Mary Had a Little Lamb, Little Miss Muffet, Jack and Jill. Several scenes were completely cut, including Mary Quite Contrary complaining about her garden, Old Mother Hubbard and her diner. Gordon rearranging his wardrobe. Gordon's remark about summer vacation. Uh -huh. Oh, I wonder what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Mary and her lamb disappearing after little Bo Peep and Gordon leave. Uh -huh. The old woman in the shoe telling her many children, wait till your fathers get home. If <laughs> Oh, that is controversial. <laughs> I never need to see this. That is controversial indeed. Oh, man, it's freaking awesome. The introductory speech for OK Cole. Also, on-screen lyrics during the Gordon Won't You Come Out and Play Dungeon Metal Band scene are featured with a bouncing ball format to follow along. <laughs> Different musical score during the Crooked Man Chase, the Itsy Bitsy Spider scenes, the Little M Miss Muffet scene, and the Cow Jumped Over the Moon scenes. There's an alternative music mix for the Del Rubio triplets opening Hop To It, mm -hmm. an alternative intro to Bobby Brown's Three Blind Mice, more present and different musical score with background music playing through most of the film as opposed to various non-musical moments in the uncut version, and the end credits. 
The uncut version features an original song, while the TV version features a longer version of Little Richard's Party with the King. Uh-huh. The old woman in the shoe, that's the best one. <laughs> Wait till I tell your fathers! Oh my god. That is the best. Oh my god, that is the best. Oh. I apologize for getting sidetracked, everyone, but that was just funny as shit. Ah. Oh. Okay, so Disney Channel's going to air a lot of their movies. That's what I got. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your other story? Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> um, also in June, um, game shows. Um, yes. I mentioned this um, a couple of shows ago, although it was a different um, show that was being revived, and that has fallen through. So now, what, but ABC... What was it? I'm just curious. Oh, we had mentioned to tell the truth that that fell for the revival. Oh, I thought it was going to happen. No, it fell through. Aww. But um, starting next month, also on June 26th, um, from 8 p.m. to um, 11 p.m., they are going to be doing the Sunday Night Fun and Games block on NBC, uh, ABC. Ooh. So... As part of this, um, they are going to bring back Celebrity Family Feud with Steve Harvey. That was very good last year. Yeah. I, I will admit that. That was very good last year. Just a heads up for those who are going to tune in. If you are not familiar with the Steve Harvey daytime version of Family Feud, which, because there, there were people last year like, oh my God, my kids, I watched this and I had to explain this. No. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's not the Richard Dawson version. It, if your kids know dirty jokes, watch it, but yeah. All right, anyways, but um, after that, they are going to also be airing um, the match game. They've brought back the match game, mm -hmm. and it will be hosted by Alec Baldwin um, after Celebrity Family Feud. Also, along with the $100,000 Pyramid, hosted by Michael Strahan. It's a pretty good lineup. Yeah. I, the Match Game, see, the thing with shows like Match Game is, nowadays, although in PC culture, maybe not so much, um, there are certain things you can get away with saying on television that you probably couldn't get away with 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. 34 years ago. So Match Game was hilarious because you're like, oh my god, they did not just say that. Oh my god. Just like the Newlywed Game, oh my god, they did not just admit this on right. national television. But nowadays, with YouTube and social media and things where people are just filming stuff to be noticed and to get attention, you know, it's like they're deliberately saying something embarrassing on purpose on TV mm -hmm. because they know that there's a YouTube channel that will catch it. Right. Or they know. So it's kind of, so game shows aren't always as exciting as they used to be because everybody's trying to get noticed and whatnot. But I am still going to watch it um, just out of, uh, even though Alex Baldwin's 
political views kind of irk me. Um, he is a very funny actor. I loved him on Birdie Rock. So um, we'll see how it goes. And um, and I'm curious to see the updated version of the Hundred Thousand Dollar Pyramid because GSN did an updated version of the Pyramid on their channel a few years back, and they actually did a good job with it. Who so, who hosted that version? Um, Michael Rich, not Michael Richards, the comedian, but Michael Richards. He is actually a TV producer. He or not producer, but he works on The Price Is Right behind the scenes. But okay. So it was, he wasn't really well-known or anything, but they did a good job with it in that it was low stakes, it was very lighthearted, because now game shows, they seem to have to be all dark and uh, mm-hmm. a billionaire. And their celebrity selection was actually very respectable, I felt, you know? Right. Because game shows, like The Pyramid, it was people who were on sitcoms or people who were... You know, who are at least slightly a household name. But now all these game shows that are on, like, GSN now, the celebrities are, like, comedians who, like, not, like, really famous comedians, but, like, well, someone did a stand-up show in New York, so therefore they're on here, and they're just... Right. Yeah, it's not really anybody super famous, but um, Pyramid did a good job with that. And not only that, but in order to get in a new generation, they got people from shows that a certain age demographic, like they got um, the cast, they got people from New Girl, they got people from um, the show Baby Daddy, which um, I love that show, but I doubt I could find anybody like 10, 20 years older than me that likes it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so they, they did a good job, I thought. So it'll be interesting see Michael Strahan, who I actually find slightly entertaining, post the pyramid, although he, he, no one holds a candle to Dick Clark, but sadly, right. you know. So that starts June 26th, last Sunday in June, so. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'll, give, I'll give the other two a shot. Okay. I mean, I watched, you know, Celebrity Family Feud, that was good, so I'll probably watch that again. And also, another one, um, the primetime Price is Right, because Price is Right um, occasionally does primetime specials, usually during the summer or during, like, a time when there aren't that many new episodes. Mm-hmm. So they start on Monday night, they start um, their series of primetime specials where they will be having the stars of Big Brother, the stars of Amazing Race, and the stars of Survivor playing um, for a contested mm. right, so. you know you know i will say this um with to tell the truth yeah i can sort of tell you where i think the i like where it went downhill yeah and it's nothing against anthony anderson who, who is funny yeah he's a pretty funny guy yeah and it's nothing against his mom it's just when your idea for part of the show is to have your mom make wisecracking jokes during the show, I don't really need that. I yeah. really, really don't need that. Especially when that wasn't the original, that's not the point of the show. Exactly. That the point of the show is 
you um some they read a story and they say like this person saved someone from a burning building which one of these three people is it really and you have mm-hmm. to yeah right so and granted i will admit that the original version is kind of only entertaining to watch on a case-by-case basis it depends on what the topic is but you know mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I don't think they needed all those gimmicks like a house band. and. Uh, no, no, they don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, so it sounds like ABC has a good plan for Sunday nights. Yeah, I think so. So I'll probably have to set those to record. Because so. I can tell you, um, last year on the scorecard... Uh, you know, they they had an episode with football players. And uh, we played that particular game. Like, the questions and all that. So, maybe they'll do more athletes. Maybe they won't. Who knows? So, we'll see. Okay. Now to a topic that we... This is not nostalgic. What we're going to talk about. But... I think we should talk about it just for the pure fun that Danielle and I. Oh no! Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You know what? Nah. Yeah. I'll get. Okay. You know what? I'll let's do this and then I'll get to what I had in mind. Okay. So, boy, I was sending this up and I was like, oh crap! I forgot to. No, it's okay. Um. So last Saturday, Danielle and I. Uh, we were with our friends, our group of friends, to and we went to see the Baltimore Orioles play yep. against the Detroit Tigers. We had a gorgeous night for baseball. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on. It was a little cold. Well, I, I meant like as far as sun and... Oh, yeah. Well, and, and our seats were really good. I they thought. were. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. We were sitting in 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 the three hundreds, but we were sitting behind home plate, and we weren't that many rows up either. No, we weren't. Really. So we had fantastic view of everything. Um, should we mention some of the highlights from this night? Well, mainly the fact that we saw a Grand Slam. I've never seen one of those. Neither have I. Not, I mean, not at the actual game. No, I've never seen it at a game. Yeah, I've I've seen on television, but... um, uh, But, um... (laughs) Well, there is one moment that you you completely miss. You would go on to get something. Yeah, I, I was back and forth between the refreshments... Cause it was it was kind of chilly out, so me and like Bill's friend Stephanie were like walking around mm-hmm. because we just were trying to stay warm. Cause I, I had like Stephanie was smart; she bought a sweatshirt. See, I just see because see like myself and Stephanie's friend Ryan, we convinced her to get it. You know, because mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be you know like a warm yeah. night. So. So but, yeah, but um. It was, that was interesting. Um, oh, yeah, I, I won the, um, it, 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 okay, they have this game. Oh, yeah. 
that they play on the scoreboard. They're these games they play on the scoreboard, you know, to um, entertain people between innings. One of them is you have to guess, I think it's like... The baseball. Yeah, okay, yeah, which crab the baseball is under. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm terrible at <laughs> it. But I got it right for the first time, and I was so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other one where it's ketchup, mustard, and relish racing across, racing all through downtown Baltimore, and you have to guess which one's going to cross the finish line. That was a competitive race, by the way. It was very competitive. I did not realize people... It, 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 it was as good It was as good as today's Preakness Stakes. I mean, it, people were just... It, the guy behind me was like, Mustard! Yeah, Alonzo was. He was like, "Come on, mustard!" And Ed is, Ed, Ed's, Ed's over next to me, over me, one section above it. He's like, "Come on, relish! Come on, relish!" And I'm, you know, I'm yelling for ketchup. So. And then like the ones who walked, like, "You ought to be ashamed of yourself." <laughs> Wait, who said that? I, no, it wasn't. Um, uh, it was like somebody sitting at the next in the next section. In the next row. <laughs> Come on. Now, if there was money involved... Yeah, I if there was money involved, I could see that person's point. But yeah, I, I, but I, I really was glad I got to go. I, I love going to those games. I try to go to at least a couple a year, if I can get a chance to. And last year, I only got to go to one sub. So hopefully, there will be more this yeah. summer. Because I, I love going. And, um, but... I do have to tell everyone okay. the best moment uh-huh. of the entire night that you missed. Okay. In the it, it was after the top of the seventh inning. Okay. Um, and after they had done, you know, God bless America and take me out to the ball game. So, the for those of you who have never been to an Orioles game, it is a tradition. At the ballpark to play John Denver's Thank God I'm a Country Boy. <laughs> so, so here in the row above me is Chris, Alonzo, Brian, and I think Ed got. No, it was Jeff. Jeff yeah, was in yeah. this as well. Yeah. So, Chris has like this Pepsi bottle and he's you know, pretending that he's blowing the top, you know, the the jug. So I'm dancing, you know, just to have fun. And then my head, it starts slipping, it's slipping, and slipping on my face to where it goes all the way to my eyes. And I'm just dancing along, I'm just goofing off. Um, and for the record, and I'm sure some people are going to ask, was I drunk? I might have been a little bit tipsy. Because I had a Miller Lite, and then I took a couple sips of Stephanie's, it was like Mango Rita drink. And that was really good. Oh my god, you gotta have some next time, Danielle. Uh-huh. So, you know, I was having a little fun. And then, when they switched pitchers during the inning, they play the YMCA. And I'm just dancing like a complete idiot. But I am having the most fun. Like, and the hat is down over my eyes again. 
and I'm doing the YMCA, and I'm just dancing. And at one point, I do the church lady dance. Oh, God. Yeah, I caught part of you dancing, like... And I was like, oh, my God. I thought for sure Jim was going to post those pictures up the next day. But he didn't. I'm thinking, like... Come on, you have me at the funniest moments. Why are you know? But no, that was like, oh, that was so fun. Oh you should my have God. asked him to post them. I'm sure Jim. But yeah, I was just dancing. Jim's off, always like, posting his photos that he takes stuff. So like yeah. I'm dancing, I'm goofing off like a maniac. I'm just having a blast. And then we get to after the game. Oh no, wait a minute. No, 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 no. There was one other thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably did not see this. So during the game, mm-hmm. our road, Danielle, okay. we had a bachelorette party in our row. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting, I'm not sitting next to the bride-to-be, mm-hmm. but I'm sitting next to what I would assume is her sister. So, you know, we joke around the whole night. You know, we're just having fun. And now I want to point this out to you. She had a ring on her finger. So we get into the ninth inning and Jeff's like, Hey, Bill, you got to make a move. Why don't you get her phone number? And I'm trying to explain to him, She's got a ring on her finger. And he's like, Well, that could have been like a friendship ring or an engagement ring. or." And I'm sitting there and thinking to myself, Jeff. There's no way that ring is a friendship ring or a promise ring or whatever they call it, you know. So, at first, I was like, you know what? I'm going to live with myself. I'll be fine. I'm not going to ask for her number. But, I almost get to leaving our section. And I'm like... I'm thinking to myself, you know what, screw this. I'm just going to do it, you know. So I go, I ask for her number. I knew what the answer was going to be. I just did it just to do it. And she apologized. She said, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm married. But thank you, though. That made me feel beautiful. So once again, Bill breaks another woman's heart. Um, okay, so that was that. Then we get to after the game. This is where the true fun begins. At this point, Danielle and Jim have left. They have gone. Jim's going to take Danielle home. The rest of us, we're going to catch the light rail to get back to the station. Well, there's a problem. The problem is something happened near one of the stations going southbound, which is what we were going to. So, instead of us, you know, getting the train, we had to wait for a bus. So we waited and waited and waited and waited. There was a lot of people. Uh-huh. We got on the fourth bus that came. Oh, no. And it was going to drop people at the certain stations. <clears throat> um, so we finally get to Linthicum. And all of us had to leave. That's what the bus driver said. We had to get off. 
So then we get, you know, waiting for our train. We're thinking, okay, we're going to catch a train. We'll get to, you know, station, blah, blah, blah. And then this bus driver says, hey, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to, you know, blah, blah, blah station. It's a straight shot going on the highway. We're not stopping. If you need to come, you know, if you need to get on, get on now. So a bunch of us, we're running right on the train tracks. <laughs> we're running on the train tracks. We're trying to get this bus. And, and, you know, and we all got there peacefully. You know, no, no fighting, no arguing, none of that. We finally get, you know, we get on the bus. It's a straight shot. We get back. And then I didn't get home, Danielle, till 1 in the morning. Oh. And I don't think I went to bed till 1.30. But that was just a wild night. But it was such a fun night. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. I really, really would. And, um... I'm going to have something planned this summer for the Nationals, so, down the line. I'll, I'll let you know off air, but, but we're going to, but that was such a fun night. I haven't been, you know, the last time I went to an Orioles game, Danielle, mm -hmm. was the night my sister went into labor with Jacob, and I was with one of my old school friends, mm -hmm. and, I'll, and I'll tell this story real quick. Uh -huh. We get to the ballpark, we get to our seats, so I call my mom, and I'm like, hey mom, you know, we made it, we're fine, blah, blah, blah. Now, earlier that day was Mandy's baby shower. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So my mom's like, oh, that, you know, that's good, and I asked her how the baby shower went. She went, oh, it went well, and now your sister's at the hospital, she went into labor. I'm like, what? What? You know, I'm just going crazy i'm going apeshit i'm like what, what do you want me to do i'll, I'll leave I'll, you know you know i'm just going crazy and she's like no calm down stay at the game have fun when you and you know blah 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 come home you know and we and we did end up having a fun night we really did so but that was the last time i went to an orioles game so this time around Nobody was pregnant. Nobody went into labor. I didn't have to worry about it. The world is all good. Huh. Okay. Well, last time around, we had asked if anybody had any prom stories that they would like, you know, for us to uh, talk about. Well, unfortunately, no one was brave enough to do that. Uh, However, it doesn't mean that we're out of the out of the loop. Because, and this is a shout out, and you might remember this young man, uh, Danielle. Uh -huh. My cousin Matthew went to his senior prom as of this recording tonight. Oh God, I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, okay, do you want to tell the story or should I tell? Okay, um, Bill, it was actually starts as kind of a sad occasion, but. It does, but yeah, it does get Bill, better. Was it your grandmother? My grandmother. Your grandmother had passed, and Bill called me, because I think I had called him and asked him how he was doing or what, and so he called me back, and his cousin, mm -hmm. who was like, what, Eddie? He was... 
eight at the time. Eight. I mean, like eight and a half. We'll call it eight and a half. It has like this very spirited conversation. And I'm just like, what the hell? I, I, I don't know. What happened in the conversation? I've been meaning to ask that. I don't even know. He's just like, hi, Danielle. And I'm like, hey. And he's just like, and he's just like telling me all this random stuff that I'm going. So weird. And I think I talked to him for like about 10 minutes. Yeah, it was a while. It was a while. <laughs> I'm having a time. I'm having a blast with this. It's just like... And I have no idea to this day. And he's like, are you Bill's girlfriend? No, because um, at the time, Bill was dating one of my friends, and I guess mm-hmm. he thought that was her. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like... I know. <laughs> and you would think that, okay, it is the one and only conversation that these two will ever have. But you're wrong. There's a part two. <laughs> part two, which is now being called here on this show, The Retalk, <laughs> happens at my sister's wedding. Six months later. I forgot about that. And one of you called me. I don't remember who it was. One of you called me. Because you guys had gone to New York that day. Oh, did you? Yes, that was a New York trip. Oh, you sister got married in November? Yeah. Okay, oh. Because I was fine with it. That was the first New York trip I missed. Yeah, it wasn't... It was cold, too. And it was raining that day, I think. So, while I'm talking, who comes up? But Matthew. Matthew, my cousin, comes. (laughs) And Matthew and Danielle talk again. But it's not a ten-minute conversation. Oh, good. So, and now he's old enough to go to the prom. He is. Are you ready for this? What? He's a senior. Oh my god. He is a full-grown <gasps> senior in high school, about to graduate. I can't. And he is looking f i n e fine in his tuxedo tonight. Well, good for him. Uh, he's got a gold tie, gold uh, vest. Still shorter than me, though. Oh, yeah. Well, good for him. I'm glad. So, Matthew, I'm going to be posting this link to your Facebook. Oh, no. So you can listen to this. It's like, who's this crazy older woman? (laughs) Who knows? He might remember this. He might remember this. You don't know. This was 10 years ago. He might know. He might remember this. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I, I just had to mention that. You know. Oh, jeez. Well, um, let's see. Uh, the, pro- the high school in my mom, near my mom, 
Franklin High. Mm-hmm. Hello, anybody who goes to Franklin High. I don't think anybody goes to Franklin High. Um, they are having their prom in actually a couple. They're having theirs very late. Um, theirs is like next week. Oh, Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Um, so they're having their after prom party, which is sponsored by. I, I didn't know that you, like, sponsor after-prom parties. Like, when I was in high school, it was just, you had an after-prom party at whoever's house. Oh, I know what we're doing next year. <laughs> the Stalgic Crew sponsored prom after-party. Actually, this does remind me of a story. Okay, go like ahead. Like, okay, it actually... Um, <clears throat> when I was at HCC in community college, a friend of mine... Me and my friend, we had had boyfriends, and things were going well, and we thought, hey, let, you know, we're doing better than we did in high school. Hmm. You know, too bad that, because our community college only had, like, one dance, and it was a Halloween dance. Right, which we've talked about before. Right, we talked about, but that was it. We didn't have anything else, so, like, they didn't have a dance during the spring semester or anything. So, we were, like... Why don't we, because my friend was on the Student Government Association mm-hmm. and said, why don't we have a do-over prom? You know, like a prom <laughs> for those who did not have a good prom experience in high school. Um, so, it, um, it was, um, and um, so she went to the SGA, and so the following year, it was accepted, and they said, yeah, we're going to have, you know, a student banquet. I said, oh, great. Mm-hmm. And I got all excited. My friends and I got all excited. I had graduated by this time. I was, right. and I was like between, I hadn't started the next college until a year later, so it was like this little mini between time where I was just mm-hmm. sort of in and out of, I don't know. Um and my friends and I got all excited and started, like, looking on, like, Macy's and all these places for, like, prom dresses and get all pumped for this thing. But sadly, it didn't happen. They didn't sell enough tickets. Oh, oh that's right, because I was going to go to that with you. I was, yeah, and I was so pissed. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Because they promoted all over Facebook, and I'm like, oh, and I got so teased, I was like, oh, I guess you people had a good prom in high school. Well, you know, oh, I have bought a dress. I still have the dress. I can't fit in the dress. And I have, like, actually, I might be able to still fit, but I have, like, no occasion in my life that I could ever wear this dress. Mm-hmm. Because it's a very fancy-looking dress. And I was going to wear it to our friend Amanda's wedding, but it just looked too much like an evening gown. Like, right. I didn't want to look too overdressed or anything. Um, and so, blue dress that is, like, sitting. Then my mom's like, well, what if, you know, you go out to the Cheesecake Factory for dinner? I'm like, isn't it too fancy to wear the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> Which just, um, so, um, but, so you think of it as a do-over prom that could have been. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of sad. Um, also, um, my sister's prom... This is really just a... Did your prom... I, I don't remember if you mentioned last year, but did your prom have a theme? Um... Did my prom have a theme? 
I'm trying to remember. I don't think it did that I can remember. I know there was one year when I was on uh, my high school student government where I actually ended up suggesting like the theme, like the main theme of the prom that year, which was a moment like this. You know, high school American Idol thinking, oh, okay, you know, it's a word. But no, I mean, I don't, I don't remember us having a theme. I really don't. But I know I said this last year on our show, and I'll probably suggest this again. Maybe Nostalgia Crew should do a prom of their own next year. So you mean, like, get everybody on Nostalgia Crew together? And or as many as we can. I've always thought that we should have, like, a Nostalgia Day, like... Just, if we could figure it out somehow, get us all to go up to HCC and just walk around mm -hmm. and, like, have lunch and maybe go to the mall. What's left of it? I don't know. I haven't been there in, like, five years. Um, I'd be down for that. Yeah, just, like, nostalgia day. Get the, you know. Yeah. I'd we, be all for that. Yeah, if we could figure out how to coordinate this. Just, you know. Maybe, maybe do it. You know, in the summer before uh, school's back in session. And, and after Project Access is because... Well, Project Access is in the weekdays. Yeah, oh yeah, if we do it on a weekend, I guess. So... Because I have not been up there in so long, and I always tell people, I'm like, I would get lost if I went up there again. Mm-hmm. just crazy. Alright, so... But anyways, what I would say about prom themes is... I remember, not my prom, but my sister's prom. Mm -hmm. They were the class of 2007. So they thought, well, 2007, and this was their junior prom. You think they would have saved this for their senior prom. Um, so this is 007, James Bond. I think I remember this. Oh, I did tell you this last year? It, it might have been before. I don't remember but yeah, so my sister's probably, if I said this last year, I apologize, I have a terrible habit of repeating myself. Um, my sister's prom had a James Bond 007 theme, and there is a really hilarious picture, which my sister would kill me if I, I always actually don't know where it is, of my sister and her then, and her date, like, doing these horrible, like, Charlie's Angel poses with, like, fake guns. Mm. And she even, I think she got, like, a glass that says Diamonds Are Forever Prom. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, yeah. Prom themes are interesting. <laughs> mm. But, yeah, Nostalgia Day, we definitely, if we can find a way to pull it off. Well. All right, well, how about we set it up to where, as far as, like, the order of importance goes, we could do Nostalgia Day first. To see how that goes. And then if that is a success, we could do a Nostalgia Crew, like, prom, dance, homecoming, whatever. We have to, like, rent a hall or something to do We could be a, I don't know. I, I I'm I mean, sure we could find a connection somehow. Well, we do have a friend that's a DJ. That, okay, well, that covers the DJ. Well. That covers that. Maybe not a 
but we know him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one aspect. So. Yeah. That, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll ask on our Facebook group if they would do that, and, and then you could give the details, and then... It's going to be weird, because a lot of people in our Facebook group don't live that close to each other, so... Yeah. Plus, aren't some of them, like, out of state, too? They are. They like, are. Like, Ted's in Maine. Yeah, I know. We'll have to pay to fly Ted in for this. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> And, and then, like, Captain Marvelous is, yeah. Yeah, he's over in L.A., and... Oh, that would be tight if Captain Marvelous came over. Oh! Or, like, a puck with a cape on it or something. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, man. That's terrible. <coughs> All right. So, now, um, we've gotten to the point where... And we did say we were going to do this last month. We're not. Uh -huh. We're not backing out of this. Okay. We're going to do this because Mother's Day was two weeks ago, and we're going to talk about our moms. Uh huh. Any you know favorite stories or memories that we might have of our moms, and and what I was thinking was, you know, we each could go like. One of us could go first, and after we're done with the story, the other one goes next, and we'll just go back and forth until uh -huh. we are completely done. Okay. So who's brave enough to go first? Well, I'll tell you the story my mom asked me to tell, which I don't think is that interesting. <laughs> well, um, and then I can think of a more interesting one while you tell your story. Okay. My mother, I don't know... Because this thing was my mother's idea, actually, last year. Mm -hmm. I meant to do this, and I forgot to mention it. But. Oh, this was your mom's idea? This, oh, that's yeah, right, it was. Last year, um, when I was getting ready, it was our second show. Yeah, our second show. In the car, getting ready to, we were we had come from somewhere, and I told her I've got to go record, and I said, oh, well, what are you going to talk about? I said, I don't know. And she said, well, it's Mother's Day. You can talk about your mother and tell a funny story. And she's like, yeah, so you can tell the story about how your mom, every time you slept over someone's house, made you buy a new pair of pajamas every single time. What? And I was like, well, that's not an interesting story. <laughs> yes, my mother did not, was so concerned that, like, people would think, oh, you look so, because in actuality, when people sleep over your house, do you really care? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> They're not, like, sleeping in the nude or something. Do you, you know? So, every time I had a sleepover between, like, the ages of, like, 13 and 17, I had to go get new pajamas. Wow. Or something, yeah. Now, did you buy real expensive pajamas? What now? Just now, checking. We were like that. But, yeah, my, and also... I had to, um, up until the age of maybe 13, I had to dress up on the first day of school every year. Mom made us do that. In fact, when I was in second grade, I was, I had a new school in second grade, and I was made an example of what not to wear to gym class. Uh. Because I had on, like, penny loafers and a skirt. Oh. And <laughs> 
Yeah. So thanks, Mom. Kids are mean. Um. Okay, my first story that I could think of that I well actually I have a lot that I could tell, but I'm not gonna you know like humiliate her. Um, and I said I was gonna save this for a future South Park episode. I'll tell this story again anyway, but I'm just gonna tell it right now. I had bought the first season of South Park on DVD. And I get to the Christmas episode. And my mom, who is a type of person who you probably will not hear ever curse unless she gets really, really, really mad. And that's very, very rare. She asked if she could watch the Christmas episode of South Park with me. And I was like, okay. I, I think I may have told her what it was. The plot. And we're watching this. And she is laughing so hard throughout the whole episode of South Park. And remember, this is the Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh episode. And she is laughing so hard. And at the end of the episode, she's like, Bill, we have to show this to everyone in this family. And I was like, yeah, sure, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, so later that day, uh, we get everybody together. And I show, again, the South Park Christmas episode. And everyone was laughing. They were loving it. And I just couldn't believe that, you know, of all the shows I've ever watched. Because uh -huh. my mom banned me from watching Ren and Stimpy. My mom banned me from Rock. Oh, no, that was my dad that banned me from Rocco. Rocco's Modern Life. Um, I was banned from The Simpsons at one point, but of all the shows I've ever watched, I never thought in a million years she would have liked a single episode of South Park, and it happened to be the Christmas episode. Just, I was just shocked. I really was. And then she also told me once, um, and I, I wasn't there for this, but she told me that she had told somebody in our family that she thought Happy Feet was based on a true story. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right in the world. Yeah, how do you tap that one? Yeah. I'm trying to think of one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Um, my mom once went to, went to the um, state fair, go to the state fair every year. Mm-hmm. And my mom went to one of those 
guess your um think you know how it's guess your weight, guess your age. Guess yeah. Well, the guy gets my mom's age, and he made her eight years older than she actually was at the time. <laughs> I've never, and she won, because I think you have to be within like two or three years. Right. And my mom was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, do I and, and And then the work of the work, like she won a prize. But she was still pissed. <laughs> but the worst of it was the following week we went to a restaurant. I forgot what restaurant. Oh was. no! They accidentally gave her Peter Smith's discount. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so she was not happy. at all so I'm going to guess high or something mm -hmm. but yeah it, it's not my dad got a kick out of it <laughs> I bet he did <laughs> yeah um, but other than that oh oh here okay I was a senior in high school okay. and um, my high school had a policy where you were allowed to um, you had lates but you had unexcused lates and you had which basically meant you showed up to school late without a note or anything, mm -hmm. and I was unexcused late. I had racked up so many unexcused late by the time before graduation that if I got one more, I'd get detention. What? So, my mom, awesome person that she was, wrote me a note every single day. And, and sometimes they'd be the most ridiculous. It, it didn't matter what the note said. As long as it was a note from your parents and it was signed, you probably nowadays there would be more of an issue with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. So, one of the notes, and this actually legitimately happened, was that our cat got out. Our cat oh, had no. ran out of the house. Oh, no. When I was getting ready to leave for school, and we had to go get it, um, because we had, our cat was an, was an outdoor cat, indoor outdoor cat, but... I was going to school, my parents, my sister was going to school, my parents were going to work, so nobody mm -hmm. was going to be home all day, so that meant right. it was outside all day if we didn't go get it. So we had to go get the cat. Um, my mom wrote me a note saying we got the, that this is legitimately why we're late. And the woman at the office who I had kind of sort of, I wouldn't say like, was on pretty much well-known to mm -hmm. at this point kind of gave me a look like really I mean nowadays they probably would have called my mom at work and yeah asked her and I'm sure she would have said yeah this is what happened and then the um woman at the office <laughs> wrote a note and wrote an exclamation point her cat got out and so I took it up to um my English class and handed it to the teacher <laughs> Oh man! And she gave me a look, and she's like, "You're what?" Yeah, it happened. Oh man! 
And I, I didn't get detention, though, because we just kept writing notes every time mm-hmm. I was traffic, which was acceptable because I, I went to high school in the county and I lived in the city. It was like a, almost a 30-minute drive. So Right. Yeah, so that was, you know, but yeah. So that would have made sense. It would have made sense. But yeah, so she did that. Um, and also, let me think. Um, oh, I know. Oh, okay. I had a crush on this boy. Oh, no. In high school. Oh, no. And he was friends with the um, guy with the guy that um, I had I carpooled with. And one particular day, he need, his ride couldn't his mom couldn't come get him for some reason. So him so they asked my mom if he could drive him drop him off at his house while my mom drops everybody else off. So my mom said, sure. Mm-hmm. So he starts to get into, because um, my high school was like a lane of, you know, kind of like a line of cars where they picked up in front of school. And the, my friends saw my mom do this. Okay. And suddenly they got all giggly, like, so suddenly they all, because usually they don't really talk to my mom. Occasionally they would if they were, like, going to their parents' car and leave. But suddenly they're bolted to the car. Hi, Mrs. Skater! Ah. Oh, no. And, um, and my mom is just, like, kind of... And my mom just sort of played it off, like, really? But I'm like, but do you know who you're driving home? You're <laughs> home <laughs> I can't say his name because he's actually friends with me on Facebook and he'd be like, this is so stupid. But, um, <laughs> so my mom drove him home, acted totally nonchalant about the whole thing and was just really polite. And after that, my mom teased the living daylights out of me. <laughs> after she got and watched, she's like, ooh, she's like, that's the boy you like? Oh, dude. And, um, and then, to make it worse, we had to pick up my cousin. I babysat my cousin after school. So mm-hmm. We had to pick up my cousin at his elementary school. I think he was about, oh, seven or something. Right. And my mom had to explain to him why, why she was late picking him up. And it's like, we had to give the boy, you know, like... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and she did this also... When I was in middle school, um, I liked this other boy, and we had known him since elementary school, so my mom knew his mom really well, and his sister was in the same grade as my sister, so mom right. knew him. I, um, and my mom was dropping me off one day. We had a field trip early in the morning, hmm. and um, so we had to be dropped off at school really early. But my mom dropped off so early that the school hadn't been unlocked yet, so we had to wait. So the boy's mom um, was sitting in his, the van with his mom waiting. Right. So my mom had to go to work. So she asked her, she's like, well, can Danielle sit with you? While and I said, sure, no problem. So my mom dropped me off. I sat in the car with them. No big deal. So my mom 
then picks me up from school later that day and says, yeah, I told everybody at work that you... No. It's like, but they're like, it's like, I left you yell the popular boy's car and... Like, why did you tell them that? Oh, my God. And they're like, oh, we remember when we were young. And like, <laughs> but thankfully, um, when I, I used to go to my mom's shop for teacher to work day, thankfully none of them bought this up when I saw them. <laughs> you probably gave them the most evil look. Oh, my God, yeah. You say one thing to me. You say, I... yeah. Oh, yeah, that was just... Um, but yeah, um, but other than that, she's a pretty cool mom, and, um, <laughs> it's weird. That's how you know when you're getting older, when you start actually enjoying hanging out with you. Because I used to not think of it as a weird thing to mm -hmm. like, hang out with your mother, but it really wasn't. Right. Yep. So, but now I actually I know I, I said this. Yeah. Um, hold, hold on a second. Okay. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, um, hold on, hold on. You're still waiting here. Well, I guess I could tell uh, one more story. Um, well, I was going to mention how. Um, I think it was the last episode or two episodes ago, one of the two, I don't remember, um, Daniel talked about, you know, uh, this blockbuster that's still around. I think it was in Indiana or Ohio somewhere, I don't remember where it was. Um, and, and I mentioned, you know, when it was payday Friday, we'd go to blockbuster to get movies, well, or video games. Uh, most of, most of the time... Most of the time, it was my mom that would take us. Because, you know, she would go right from work um, over to the Blockbuster. And then um, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, um, you know, we would go get milkshakes together. Um, if I got in a good report card, which I usually did, I can't remember not getting a good report card. Um, so we did that, and then, um, I think the coolest part when I, when I was younger was when we would, in the summer, and probably a lot of my St. Mark's friends are going to get to hear this story, so. Um. Hi. Oh, there you are. Yeah. No, I just mentioned a couple things, but I was now getting to the real good part of it. Okay. Um, I would go in the summer um, with my mom to her job. Not, not all day, but we'd go in the afternoon. Right. And she would be in charge... Uh, well, she was in charge of a lot of things, but one of the things that I really enjoyed doing with her, and I guess it was just because of just the planning and stuff, was putting all the files into 
the next shelf. Like, if you were in 6th grade, I'd put you in the 7th grade. If you were 7th, I'd put you in 8th. And it was just really, really fun to do because we would be in her office. And, and you know, like, she'd just tell me the names. I'd look them up and, you know, oh, we were just having a blast, you know. And then... Um, another time, and this was for a while, I remember this, um, there used to be this storage area that was there, and it used to be the school store, where you'd buy pencils and paper and assignment books and all that. Uh-huh. Well, there were some summers where I went in there with my mom and my sisters to try and gather all of this stuff up or make count and make sure we had everything. Uh-huh. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I was a saint. I did complain. Yeah. Not, not going to lie. I complained. But the job got done. But it's like though. And I guess I realize it now. I mean, those are like life lessons of, you know, you got to do hard work and even in the most uncomfortable of positions. Like that room on Sundays, if I remember correctly, could have been close to 100 degrees in there if you didn't have a fan on in that storage room. Um, But... I mean, that was a lot of work to do, and um, I, I, I learned a lot from that. So, I mean, like, because I think, you know, I got to spend time with the both of them, both my parents, and I still do. Um, but those were good times. Those were real good times, and I, I really enjoyed... <clears throat> Uh, I really enjoyed doing, you know, the moving of the files, because it, it really helped her in a way, because, um, you, know, um, you know, it helped her knees and her shoulders, so it helped her there, so, but I, I, I met, oh, and when we would do uh, Joe Corby pizza pickups during breakfast with Santa, those were fun times, those were real fun times. Ah, I love Joe Corby. And and what I remember about it is how, like, the way that the boxes would be stacked, like, all lined up in the middle of the hallway. And it was just so cool, because I'd just be standing there with my mom, or sitting down, you know, and I'd be helping these people who had ordered these pizzas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just really fun to do. It really was. Like, if I could do a whole episode on the school that my mom worked at, it would be a whole episode. It really would. Maybe down the line it'll happen, I don't know. But those are those are some of the memories that I have with my mom. And maybe we'll do some more next year. Who knows? Yeah. I, I, I had one that I was going to tell, but I won't do it this year. Maybe next year. Who knows? Maybe, maybe next year. Who, who really knows? 
Um, well, unless we have anything else to discuss. I can't think of much I, else. I don't think I can either. So that will transition into our movie and music picks of the month. And last month I was, I got everything put up on our Facebook group and it seems like it's real popular. Um, you know, our, our, uh, our list. So whatever we add on, um, you know, whatever we mention here, we're going to add on into, into our list. So, uh, Danielle, you get to start this month with our oh. movie. Okay. Um, I'm going to go check the handy-dandy list to make sure I haven't mentioned this. I don't believe I have, but I just want to make sure. Um... <clears throat> Okay, we're well, we on. Uh, darn it! Did you not put? No, I can't find the list. Oh. All right. No, I found the album list, but not the movie list. It's there. I know it's there. I saw it. <laughs> the fun of live podcasting people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, here it is. All right. Ah. Okay. Good, I have not mentioned this. Okay, so it's prom month, so I had to do a good prom movie, or a good teen movie. Um, and um, so I thought that I would do a more recent one. And um, so um, I, well, I'll just come right out and say it. Ten things I hate about you. Hmm. Okay. That's my. It, it might. It, I think it holds up very well. There's some stuff in it that surely, if it happened nowadays at a high school, there would be some issues. And um. But I, I think it's a very hilarious movie. It's an added, a modern day adaptation of the Shakespeare um story, Taming of the Shrew. Mm hmm. Um. And it's just, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's just, who I love, um, Heath Ledger, um, he has done a lot of stuff since then in um, his lifetime, such as um, um, Dark Knight, um, Patriot, uh, mm -hmm. I can't think of what else, but those are the two things that come to mind. Oh, Brokeback Mountain. Um, and he, uh, so, he, this, I still think is my favorite thing he's done. This is what was his breakout role, I feel, and, um, he's just adorable in it. Um, Marissa Olenek, who, sadly, um, she hadn't done much else after this. It, it was weird, because she was famous before this. She started in The Secret World of Alex Mack. Right. And then about not too long after this, she was so popular as um, Joseph Gordon, her and Joseph Gordon-Levitt had such chemistry in this movie that she was, um, she wound up 
guest starring on Third Rock from the Sun a few about a year or two later as his girlfriend, and she stayed on for pretty much almost the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. And um, and, and it's almost hilarious to watch that if you've seen this movie because their relationship's even more messed up on that show. But um, and then Julia Stiles, who oh, the very cute Julia Stiles. Yes, she's very pretty. I, I can't remember her doing much else recently either. And um, Andrew she's still Keegan. she's still acting. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but other than that, it it, it is a very hilarious movie um about two sisters. Oh, yeah, Larry Miller's their dad. Larry Miller is probably one of the funniest people. Um, he was on, um, he, he started in the Nutty Professor movies, and um, he's done a lot of other comedies, but, um, but um, he played um, their dad, these two sisters, he said his dad, um, one of them can't date until the other one does. Right. But the other one doesn't want to date. She thinks it's stupid and whatnot. So, um, but the guy, one of the guys who has a crush on the younger sister hires a guy to take out the other, the older sister. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds horrible, but it's, just go with it. It's just, it, it, it's also a really good, um, I, I also highly recommend if you're going to get it, get the, um, DVD um, commentary version because it it's the 10th anniversary. They got a lot of the original cast commenting on the film and saying things such as that was a very popular style of dress in the late 90s. Right. And talking about going to Smash Mouth concerts. Remember Smash Mouth? Oh, yeah, of course. But, yeah. It, 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 so it, it's kind of like something that that you know you would think was contemporary but looking back on it there are still little slight things that have changed in the past 10 years to where it sort of feels like my own nostalgia in a way so it's kind of cool mm-hmm. so yeah all right um oh is that it for you yeah that okay. was my movie pick oh okay I, I, I wasn't sure just wanted to you know make sure um, my movie pick for the month of May, we're going to stay with high school, but we're not going to go into the prom theme. Uh, my movie for the month of November is, or for November, for May, huh? May, uh, <laughs> uh, is Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, the classic with James Dean in perhaps his most iconic role. Uh, also stars Natalie Wood and Sal Mineo. Um, this is a very good movie. This is a good teenage movie. Um, it, it just, you know, it's a good movie talking about, you know, like, the angst and, you know, teenage angst and, you know, what to do, what not to do, trouble at home and, um, just, just dealing with life as a teenager would basically be the best way to describe um what this movie is about and it, James Dean is just fantastic in this movie he really is um 
But another person who does a real good job, and I don't think he gets a lot of credit for this role, is Jim Backus. Uh, you might know him as the voice of Mr. Magoo. Uh, you might remember him from Gilligan's Island. Well, this is before all that. Mm-hmm. He does a really good job in this movie as James Dean's father uh, in, in the movie. Very good job. Um, like I said, all around, it's just a very good movie. One, one of the, probably one of the best movies of all time. And this is definitely the one that put James Dean over for good as a top actor. And it's just, you know, a bit sad that he would pass away, um, real, real soon. Uh, well, actually he passed away before this movie was released. Because he passed away September 30, 1955, and the movie came out October 27, 1955. Uh-huh. And then he had one more movie that came out with him in it. And, you know, who who knows what we would have gotten if James Dean had lived, you know. That's always one of those big what-if kind of situations, but it's a very good movie. I definitely recommend it to everyone who's never seen that movie before. Good, not only is it a good movie, it's just a good teen movie. If You know, I would, I would recommend if you have a kid, if you have a teenager, tell them to listen to, or to watch this movie. It's that good of a movie. So, now we go from our movie of the month to uh, the, yeah, our movie of the month to the album of the month. And I'm going to start it off uh-huh. for this one. And again, this is another one where I had to really think about it at first. And then um, when I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, did I pick this one yet? And I don't. No, I don't think I have picked this one. Um, but this is more... It depends on where you put it at. I would say you could put this in the metal department, but you could also say it's a pop album. Uh, and the album is Quiet Riot Metal Health. Um, this is just a fantastic record. From beginning to end, with obviously the title track, um, Metal Health, Bang Your Head. And uh, also it has the, the big song that everyone remembers, Come On, Feel the Noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a parody, or not a parody, a cover of the song from Slade. Um, and, and, and that's really all everybody remembers from that. But there's more, there are more really good good songs um on this album the like the third song on the album don't want to let you go man what a good song um you know that is very good song um you also have slick black cadillac and then a song that i think danielle and i would both agree with loves a bitch And it's true. It really is. If you really think about it, love's a bitch. Um, but then you also have Breathless, Run for Cover. You have a guitar solo, Battle Axe. Um, 
Let's Get Crazy, and then the final track, which is Thunderbird. And that's the original album. But when they put the remastered uh, with bonus tracks out in 2001, they added a never-released song called Danger Zone, which is very good. I don't know how that didn't get on a Quiet Riot record. That was just very good. And then you also have uh, a live version of Slick Black Cadillac. And then they apparently put out a remastered, remastered version in 2012, which still has Danger Zone on it. And then four live tracks of Metal Health, Let's Get Crazy, uh, Slick Black Cadillac, so I guess that's the same one, and Loves a Bitch. And this album is very big for the metal community. For the fact that this was the first metal record to be number one on the U.S. Billboard charts, the top 200 charts. It was number one. And um, Come On, Feel the Noise... Uh, was at one point number five in the top 100. Metal Health was number 31. Uh, it, it sold over six million records. It's a very good album. And I would say, for the record, I do not consider Quiet Riot a one-hit wonder band. I really don't. Because everyone says, oh, well, their one hit has come on Feel the Noise. But Metal Health is played all the time, you know, and, you know, I, I don't know why they would be considered a one-hit wonder when that song is still, you know, played. So, I, I think that's one reason why I picked that, and that is my album of the month for the month of May. Oh. Eh, eh. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay. Um. It's weird because my album, or what I thought was going to be my album, might not work because um, I was going to suggest the soundtrack to the movie Sixteen Candles, which I thought had a really great selection of music in it, but unfortunately... It was only released as a mini-album with only five songs on it. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Which are still good songs, I will admit. You know, um, a cover of Sixteen Candles by the Stray Cats. Um, song called Hang Up the Phone, which is really, really cheesy, but very catchy. And sung by a woman who actually now currently stars on Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. um, her name is Annie Golden. Right. Um... And If You Were Here by the Thompson Twins, really, really intense song. But sadly, there are about 30 songs in the movie that aren't on the soundtrack. Oh, my gosh. So, I apologize in advance. But still, I will pick that as my album of the month because I, now that I've looked at it, I can't really try to replace it really quick. But, um... And I'll just leave it as a warning. Go, if you can, find the other songs. 
Um, the other songs that are not included are um, Rebel Yell by Billy Idol, um, Turning Japanese by The Vapors, um, When It Started to Begin, Nikkei, or uh, there are a lot of good 80s songs. Mm -hmm. True by Spandau Ballet. Um, so, yeah. Actually, yes, I'm, there are I'm, easy songs to find. I'm I'm actually looking at this list right now. Holy yeah, crap! It, it, it's sad. It, it's sad, but yeah. Okay. No, that's a good choice. You know, I mean, Sixteen Candles, I think, is still referred as one of the big movies of the '80s. So, so I'm fine with it. So, uh -huh. all right. Yeah. I should have probably made the movie my pick, too, because it's a good movie as well. Well, we do have another month. Well, you will. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us for this month. So next month, and I, and I thought about this, um, and I think you sort of confirmed this idea for me for this month when you brought up the, uh, not video game, but game show news. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, at the end of this month, and into the beginning of June, mm -hmm. my new favorite channel, Buzzer, which I've talked about, mm -hmm. they're going to be celebrating their one-year anniversary of being on the air. So, for next month's show, it is going to be a game show-themed episode. <laughs> so, one of the things that we will do is we will bring back the Nostalgia Crew Top 5. Mm-hmm. And the Top 5 for that will be the Top 5 Game Shows. Okay. So we're going to do that. Um, I think I if I could find a couple games, you know, like bonus round games, I might have Daniel try one as we're recording on the air. Okay. And I'm going to do one on the air as well. So we'll do, that's going to be the main theme for next month. And we'll also have, um, you know, our regular topics and discussions and all that. But for the most part, next month will be all about the almighty game show. Because it is, as I, I think I said this in the beginning of the year... This is the 75th anniversary of the game show debuting on television. Buzzer is celebrating one year being on the air. So next month, June, we're going to be all about the game show. Mm-hmm. So on that note, for Danielle, I'm Bill. You guys have been listening to Nostalgia Crew, and we will talk to you next month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. Mm -hmm.